Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So let's take a minute to discuss the political future of Indiana because it's coming at us fast. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Senator Mike Braun files to run for governor of Indiana, which opens up now the Senate seat, which means that you're going to see other things open up. Everything I'm about to share with you is speculative. There's rumors, of course. There's thoughts. You you hear little things. The idea that anybody has a perfect idea of what's going to happen in terms of those who run... Uh, I think is is way off base. Uh, Senator Mike Braun has always been nice to me. I hope I've always been a nice to Senator Braun. Uh, when I I saw him last, which was uh, a, a week or right before uh, Thanksgiving, I made sure to uh, pass on condolences on the loss of his brother. Um, I I I have nothing else to add. If you ask me, do I think that he's an open and honest book when he comes on the show? Uh, I don't. I don't. I I think that there is far too much obfuscation that always takes place. I think this is part of a style, but I can go back to the initial debate when he was running for Senate. And it was in the the Emmis building. We we held the debate, him and uh, former Congressman Luke Messer, former Congressman and now Attorney General Todd Rakita. And I pushed back, and he still would not give a, a, a definitive answer to, to, to a question or two that I specifically remember. Um, these are not necessarily reasons that I would argue are disqualifying for running for governor. But I question amongst the base whether or not his activities on January 6th are. Now, you say to me, Tony... That he that he supported the idea of, um, of challenging the 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 election results. Oh no, no, that's not it. That's lawful. People do that. Uh, Congressman Jamie Raskin, a Maryland Democrat, did it. So I don't listen to the Indiana Democratic Party and their absolute bullcrap on the subject. I mean, talk about a, a bunch of I, I don't know I don't know what else to call them except to call them nothing. They're they're not worth my time in that regard. I'm talking about the fact that he was going to challenge the results in some states, and then a riot took place, and then he changed his mind. And I said at the time, that's disqualifying. You allowed a riot to change your mind. I'm out. Because I knew this day would come. You knew he was going to run for governor. And what I have not been able to put together is where the party is on it. Because this is the Indiana Republican Party. Um, I often think that uh, very often Indiana Republicans become Republicans because the meeting space is closer. 
They just didn't want to drive the extra 10 minutes. This was just easier to do. The Republican Party of Indiana is not what we would call in the, my, my world a strong conservative group. As a conservative, I don't, I don't see it. Um, I can't get past the idea that Senator Braun allowed his, his principles to be changed because of a riot. And for me, it is wholly disqualifying. Now, I share that with you on a personal level, but let's take a look at it just a little bit broader. I don't think that that Senator Braun has a bad Q rating. I don't think people think of him negatively, but I don't believe that think people think of him positively. And if we were to take it, just extrapolate it out a little bit more, I don't think anybody is enthused by Mike Braun. Now, Mike Braun can overcome this with an absolute crap ton of money. I mean, an insane, exorbitant amount of money. Because he can put in. He can put in to his campaign. He can make it sing. That covers a lot of things. But the idea that... um, that he, somehow uh, there there's energy for him doesn't exist. So who is there energy for? Who is there energy for? I don't have an answer. That's the biggest problem that the Republicans have. They don't have anybody who creates a level of energy, who tickles you and makes you go, that's the issue. Who else do they have that's going to run for governor? The lieutenant governor, Suzanne Crouch? She's absolutely lovely. No excitement whatsoever. None. Zero. The Crouch team, you know this. And by the way, I welcome the lieutenant governor on the show anytime you want. I'm happy to do it. I am saying that as a party, there's no energy for her. None. But that's okay because there's no energy for Braun either. And that's okay because you can't name a Republican that there's energy for. And if the Democrats think that's great, that's okay too. You can't name a Democrat who would actually be in any type of contention. Jennifer McCormick is what you're going to do? The Republican turned Democrat who doesn't stand up for kids in the classroom is going to be your best bet? You make that happen, Boo Bear. What about Emily Styron, the mayor of Zionsville? I actually uh, have her campaign slogan... Uh, right here. Vote Styron. F these people. There you go. There you go. Come on, Mayor Emily. Let's see what you got. Or are you going to run again and get your ass kicked by John Stair? Uh, whatever you decide to do. It, it, it's, it's cool. Um, I think uh, that you have an opportunity to see Tom McDermott run again. Uh, he ran against... Um, Todd Young for Senate and got his stuff handed to him, but it helped it with the name ID. He could be uh, a, a gubernatorial candidate that makes sense for the Democrats. The Republicans have the supermajority and no candidates for governor. Senate gets a lot more interesting because with the opening, 
Now everybody's like, because Senate, you know, you don't have to spend every single day campaigning and raising money. It's, it's a better gig. So you've got, you take a look at the, the congressional map, and you realize that people like Erin Houchin just got into uh, the House, and as of January 3rd, she'll be there, and that Larry Bouchon, uh, I don't think is enough of, of a name. You, you know that, that Greg Pence and, and Jim Baird in the 4th and the 6th are, are non-starters in a Senate run, and that leaves you Victoria Sparks in the 5th District and Jim Banks in the 3rd District. Because Rudy Yakum just took over for uh, the late Jackie Walorski. Walorski would have been a Senate candidate, would have cleared the field. But Jackie Walorski has passed away. That leaves Banks and Sparts. Banks, um, strong within uh, Republican leadership, ran the Republican Study Committee, uh, has served in the General Assembly in Indiana. Uh, uh, he's he's going to have a story for that Senate run. If, it's, if he sh- should do it, military background as well. Victoria Sparks came into Congress with a huge splash. I think that her Ukraine positioning has gotten some people questioning her, but she's been better in the 5th District than people believed. I'm one of those people. And I don't think anything keeps her from trying. Other Republicans don't know. Other Democrats who run for that seat. Again, you could have Tom McDermott try and run for this other seat. You you could uh, have people like, I mean, I guess Joe Donnelly could come back, but I don't see that happening. So the Senate run, it's going to be curious to see who else comes into this space. By the way, I should mention in the gubernatorial, you have people like Eric Doden uh, who are already uh, r- running here. Again, just no excitement. Republicans' biggest problem is they've gotten people, but they don't have stars. They don't have excitement. They don't. And I think that this is going to be a quite bruising fight going on in both of these races.